Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi everyone, this is Netalina, your host for the Rise Up For You podcast. Good gorgeous morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the time of day it is that you're listening to this podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today we're going to be speaking with Nagam Wahbi. I just watched an amazing stage play that she produced and put on called The Confessions of an Arab Woman. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about her creation, now why it came about, how it came about. And where women are today in our society, what are some of the challenges that we're still facing, some of the setbacks that we have? Have we progressed as much as we think we have? This is definitely an interview you do not want to miss, so rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Nahum, thank you so much for joining us today here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's an honor to have you on the show. I always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Thanks so much for having me, uh, Nada. And a little bit about myself. So I am a producer. I do. I put together events, um, whether it's uh, folk dance uh, events or plays or also like uh, documentaries or small uh, short movies that have a message. Mostly it's a message that provokes people or makes um, triggers uh, thought and conversations and discussions and makes a difference in a way or another. Right. And I just, um, I went to your play. So Natham just recently directed and produced a play called Confessions of an Arab Woman. And um, it was inspired by a Lebanese author named Jemana Haddad. So tell us a little bit about that and what inspired you to do that. So for those of you that haven't seen it, the play was, um, it had a very strong stance in regards to Arab women, but also women in general and kind of the stereotypes that are put behind it. And Negram took this book and created this beautiful stage play about it. And there was question and answers. And I think it related to a lot of women in the audience, um, in particular, Middle Eastern women as well. So tell us a little bit why this specific topic resonated with you, why you chose that book, and kind of the hustle behind it. Like, what was the grit and the grind that got you to do it? Sure. Um, I mean, I'm, I've been always involved with women's um, women's rights issues, whether like or women's writing circles, women's activities. I'm all about women empowerment and women standing together and supporting each other. Um, when I read the book two years ago, it's Jumana Haddad's book, as you mentioned. It's called uh, "I Killed Shahrazad: Confessions of an Angry Arab Woman," and it's about it's a memoir about her life and a part of her life and the struggles she faced as a liberated Arab woman. She's very um, uh, out there. She's very controversial. She just says things as it is. And some people may not agree with her, but she's very, um, all about like saying things as it is and being authentic and being yourself, regardless if people agree or not. Um, and when I read the book, it just 
inspired me to also be myself and not um, negotiate like my own opinions or thoughts because maybe somebody is not going to accept it. And um, yeah, we so we reached out to her and then she gave us the rights and uh, the adaptation process was not as easy as I thought it is uh, or it will be. Um, it took two years. Uh, most importantly, my first... Um, like the structure that I needed, I wanted to have the play become more than a one woman story because it can be anybody's story, any woman's story. And um, so I wanted to cast different actresses from also different ethnicities because it can be only not only Middle Eastern story, it can be a Latina story or a, or a white person story. Like it can be, it doesn't matter. It's about like owning your power and just um, being authentic and being who you are and just doing whatever you want to do in your life. So it can be any woman's story. The other thing was like including men because I didn't want it to be a message about women against men it's actually men and women working together in to progress as a as a community as a society and um thirdly like including dance and um and uh, songs in the in the play so that's how it started and then we just dived in into chapter by chapter just figuring out the different characters and at the end result it was a play about like taking place inside Jumana's mind we the characters are the different voices in her minds and one the ringmaster is like the person who controls the voices until the voices own their power and take over um and yeah, it was, it was, um, we had, it was uh, at the complex theater. It's a 55 seats theater, very intimate, but we had eight shows, uh, eight sold out shows. And we're coming back in June at the French theater festival in the same theater for three shows. Um, it's been a great success. We've been getting a good feedback and a lot of people, as you said, are relating to it, whether they're Middle Eastern or not, um, so it's been a good a journey so far. And why I did it is because it inspired me. And I thought just giving those words in this story a different dimension and putting it on stage will reach more people and start more conversations and make a difference in the end. So I want to um, I want to just dig a little bit deeper um, because the author Jumana Hadad is a risk taker, and anybody that knows anything about her or has done any research on her, she's she sparked some controversy in Lebanon, um, and mm-hmm. I find that you have also you take risk as well, which is really really important. And sometimes I think as women we um, are afraid to take risk, we're afraid to go after what we want, um, and I think that by you taking this play. Um, you know, building it from scratch, you know, having an idea and then going for it and having the confidence to implement it. So, you know, what was that, I guess, what was the mental process that you go through that you went through when you initially had this idea? Was it really clear for you? Did you have that confidence? And were you just like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take this risk. Or was there ever a moment that made you kind of take a step back and and think for a second, should I should or should I not move forward with this? Yeah, I mean, of course, uh, um, during the two years, I've, I've had a lot of moments of hesitation. I think initially it was a clear, it was very clear what I want to do with it. But throughout the process, especially when faced with challenges or sometimes even hesitation or self-doubt, like, who am I to do this? Like, what if people don't like it? Um, what if nobody understands the point? What if I get backlash? Because she's, as you said, she's very controversial. And um and there was a lot of moments like that, but I think it's about 
just listening to that voice that's saying that and being like, okay, but I'm still going to do it. And just making a, a choice every day to just keep going. And I think also through the process of rehearsals and like when the team was together, there was a lot of times where I was like, am I, can I even do this? And then just like being like, yeah, I can do this. Let's just keep going. And, um, that's how it worked for me. So what were some of the more specifically, what were some of the things that you had to do to, I guess, keep pushing forward confidently? Was it more just like self-talk? Um, you know, did you have a strong group of people that were around you that you, you know, advised in what I, I want my audience or the audience to understand, you know, that in order to build something, you have to start from somewhere. Um, and you know, even if it's from the beginning or the middle, it doesn't matter. And so, and it's always that initial step that really frightens people or scares people. And, you know, we talked about this at your show a little bit is that initially when these thoughts go in your head, they usually stop people in their tracks. Um, and yeah. obviously they have it with you and you, you, you know, you did very well with, with this accomplishment. So, you know, what are some of the things I guess that you did to make sure that did not happen? I think one of the most, I mean, there are many factors. Uh, one of the most important thing is understanding why I'm doing this and being clear on my why, like, why am I doing this? What do I want to accomplish? And, um, even writing it down, having it down, um, So it's like whenever I had hesitation or doubt, I go back to my why. Why am I doing this? This is not about me. Why am I doing this? Um, And that helped me push through. The other part is like, yeah, having advisors and mentors and uh, people around me who believed in me and who were there to like push me. Because I am a big believer in collaboration and mentorships and people supporting each other. I think that's another thing, but, um, yeah, just being clear on my vision and why I'm doing this and being clear on where I want to be. And sometimes even imagining, like I would, I would just sit and imagine the, 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 the show and imagine that we're sold out and imagine a standing ovation and just like dream by myself. Um, and I think that helped because that helped motivate me to keep going, Um, in addition to the people, of course. How important is this topic, um, you know, in regards to women, women's rights, um, you know, women being independent, women pushing forward, how important is this topic today for you? I think it's very important. It's very relevant right now. Um, Yeah, just like working together also as women and uh, in being inclusive. I feel um, a lot of things in the play, the whole play is about killing that stereotypical or like transforming that stereotypical image of the Middle Eastern woman. But we made sure that even the character that's playing that she transforms and joins in. And I feel it's very important right now, like for women um, first, like, yeah, to like to stop playing small or playing less than what they can uh, uh, do and then coming together and including each other and supporting each other and pushing each other. The whole play is about um, women coming together and supporting each other and um, helping each other um, get transform and get bigger. Um, I think it's it's very relevant, not only in the Middle East, even um, today here in the U.S., um, there's a lot, like, there's still not, we're, we've, we, we're way better than other countries, but there's still a long way to go. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it, it's interesting that you say that because, yes, there's still a long way to go. And, 
I think that sometimes a lot of people in their head, they're like, oh, it's 2017, like everything is great. Um, but you know, there really is a lot that's still out there that, um, that we need to work on in regards to helping women become more independent, you know, equal opportunity, definitely in the career, um, force in the, you know, in America oversee some of the things that are very, very tragic that are happening in third world countries and whatnot. So it very much is still an issue. Um, it might be a little bit different than it was a hundred years ago in regards to voting and that kind of thing, but uh, we still do have a long, a long, long, long way to go. So do, what do you envision in the do what do you envision i guess in the next two or three years for you within this topic do you uh, plan on building something you know another play or or taking another uh, book and you know creating this or do you plan on staying in the women empowerment field or more directly within film um well i think within performance arts uh, uh theater or film or documentaries um I'm staying in that, but the main subject is human rights, women empowerment. Um, those juicy subjects uh, are what interest me. Um, with the play, I mean, other than going to the Fringe Festival in June, uh, we're planning on taking it to different cities and campuses, just uh, show, showing it um, in different places. And uh, the next uh, project is a movie that we're, we started pre-production in, with, with in collaboration with Jumana Haddad as well. And it's a story of two women from different from different countries um, that come to realize how much they're similar and how much they need to work together to progress as the woman's situation and their situation. Um, and then other than like, that's a specific next project uh, in the near future and the uh, long, like in the five years, I think uh, just uh, launching my, my own production company that's all about putting performances or supporting other artists put performances or produce movies that are related to women empowerment or uh, human rights or stuff like that. Um, thank you so much, Nathan, for, for joining us today. What What's, a, I guess, a top tip? Um, that you can give to any of our listeners right now that are maybe wanting to start something or on the verge of a vision um, and just a little bit hesitant to, to pursue it, what would you say to them? Um, just get clear on your vision and why you want to do what you want to do and believe in yourself. And there's nothing to lose. I mean, life is short. Just do it. I love that. Um, I'd love to jump into our power section. Can you tell us one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Um, the Gifts of Imperfections by Brene Brown. I think um, I read it like four or five years ago, but it helped me shift a lot um, of um, my ways of thinking and just being okay with being imperfect. Like I'm, uh, there's a mantra that they do during that, or they talk about during that book is I am imperfect and I am enough, like living in that every day. Um, so that, that's like a big, um, a book that really played a role in my life. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of so far? I think right now the play is the, my most uh, proud accomplishment. I mean, to, to start it from scratch and from scratch from nothing and to put on the production and to have so many people and so many good feedback, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, that's my proudest moment right now. And is there anything that you do to help you get a positive rise in your life? Like, do you have a morning routine or something that you do every single day? 
I journal every day. Um, so I journal at night um, before I go to sleep, and then I set uh, goals for the next day. Um, I'm I'm getting. I'm still not. It's not daily yet. It's uh, we're. I'm getting myself to, training myself to uh, do meditation in the morning and yoga. Um, but so, but right now the the one routine that I got down is journaling. I love that. And is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about? Uh, maybe one last golden nugget that you would like to share with our audience. Um, I mean, the most important thing, yeah, just like be yourself. Um, authenticity. It's just there's a lot. There's a lot of. Um, I feel in our world today, like social media and all that, it's so easy to get caught up in not being yourself. Just go deep again. Like that's what I do or I try to do, just figuring out who you are and just being who you are every day and noticing when you're not being yourself and just shifting back to that. Wonderful. Nagam, thank you so much for joining us today. How do we stay connected with you? How do we support you? And definitely if we're in Southern California, um, where can we get a little bit more information on your next showing? Sure. Uh, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at Nagam Weibe, N-A-G-H-A-M-W-E-H-B-E. And uh, for the Confessions of an Arab Woman future performances, it's confessionsofanarabwoman.com. And um, yeah, and then it has all the information there. Wonderful. Thank you again so much, Nagam, for joining us today on the Rise of Free podcast. Thank you for having me, Nada. Thank you. I'm so glad you were able to join us for that episode. If you're wanting more strategy, tips, and information, please head over to riseupforyou.com and sign up for our emailing list. We have a special jumpstart guide that gives you the first few steps to building your professional and personal life. Rise Up For You is all about getting to the next step and never allowing yourself to settle. So again, please head over to riseupforyou.com, join our network, and rise up in both your professional and personal life. Thank you again for joining. Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.